0: The five count. Here it is. Here he is, Ton. I know he's the reason you all tuned in tonight. Is that really true? That can't be really true. It's pretty much mostly true. I mean, you are the straw that stirs the drink. Wow. That is known as public radio. That's quite the statement. Well, it's, it's quite the task, and I don't know too many people who would be up to it besides you.
1: Well, I just show up and uh, open my mouth, and then away we go. That's,
0: That's it. what makes it even worse for people out there, <laughs> knowing how little effort you put into something this great. Yeah, zero effort. Just tease him right off. Wow. Well, sorry about that. He makes it sound so effortless. I wish. And hunky. I, w- I wish. And why can't I even come close to being half the man? a ton seems like he is but you don't know him in real life he's even more so so you got a long way to go
1: (laughs) oh dust you're plenty hunky dust plenty of hunk did you say chunky or well no i said hunk oh thank you so much (laughs) oh what do we got going on
0: tonight well speaking of chunky welcome to the five count Got an exclusive interview tonight. Oh, yeah. A lot of people are out there thinking like, man, I got a lot of stuff coming up this summer, a lot of projects, a lot of hard work I've been doing all year, getting ready for this big thing to drop, and I need the most people out there to hear it at once, and where do I go? I know. How about the five count? Wow. Wow. They've got tens of dozens of listeners. Holy cow. Work smarter, not harder. That's what yeah, they say.
1: That is what they say. <laughs> When they got you on the horn, right? <laughs> so what's who? what are we talking about here?
0: We have an exclusive interview tonight with my new best friend, comedian Joe Pera. Oh, wow. Yeah, you know him. Yeah. He's on that show on that channel. Joe Pera talks with you <laughs> on Adult Swim.
1: He's on that show on that channel.
0: Yeah, you know the one I'm talking about. He's
1: a really funny guy, I think. Well, now he's on the show
0: tonight. Awesome. He's coming wait. to the Varsity Theater. Two shows on August 7th. Pretty sure that's right around a uh, guy's birthday, who I know. Yeah, it is. Might be a fun birthday gift. That's awesome. For him to give to himself. That'd be fun. Talking about you, Ton, in case you forgot yeah, when your no, birthday was. Thank you.
1: thank you so much.
0: Yes. So Joe, Joe Pera will be on the program coming up. Cool. Ton's going to be here all night. He's eaten four pounds of chocolate-covered peanuts. Yeah. Ton's the kind of guy that buys candy in bulk from the hardware store. Sometimes, yeah. You know those kind of guys. Ton is the
1: president of that club. I don't know if I am. I actually haven't bought chocolate-covered peanuts for a really long time, and typically I only buy the chocolate-covered peanuts from the hardware store, and I do like to buy them in a large amount, and it is not from Fleet Farm. That pro tip... Fleet Farms chocolate covered peanuts are not the business. I know there's a bunch of farmers out there that probably will you disagree and tell me I'm wrong, but sorry, pals, you guys are wrong. It's a different hardware store that has the better chocolate covered peanuts. You think there's a bunch of people out there? First of all, yeah. Oh, yeah. Secondly, how much
0: research went into this? You Um, went to all the various hardware stores in
1: the Tri-County area? Uh, Comparing chocolate coveredness. I've purchased chocolate covered peanuts and eaten them from every store that I have found chocolate covered peanuts at. That's nuts. Because I've. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Because I was on the search. Because sometimes you have chocolate covered peanuts and they're excellent. And most of the time they're garbage. They're complete and total garbage. So it was like, what is the problem here? What's the deal? Who has the good ones? And as far as like chocolate covered peanut for the money, I have found it. Wait, you've been saying peanut? Peanut. Oh. (laughs) Yes.
0: Whoops. (laughs) Yes. Well, that changes everything. I'm sure it does for you. For me, it changes nothing. What exactly goes into finding the perfect chocolate covered nut?
1: Well, first of all, you need to have roasted nuts inside there, inside that little encapsulated piece of chocolate.
0: Not just your average find on the ground kind of nuts.
1: No, if they're not roasted, then the peanut flavor is not there. It doesn't add to the mix. Also, the type of chocolate used has to be has to be kind of I don't know the right, to me the right amount. Brock's? Of, of milk. No, Brox is the worst. <laughs> Brock's is the worst. They use terrible wax, yuck, gross chocolate.
0: But that's how Grandma likes to make her Christmas cookies.
1: No, well, you can you can buy the chocolate stars from them or whatever if you want. But those are okay. I, well, they're okay in the cookie, but the chocolate covered peanut is terrible. Also, you don't want any chocolate covered peanuts that are of that polished variety where they have that waxy polished coating. It's no good. Also, the amount of chocolate used is comes into play. Double, triple dipped and a roasted nut inside there. Mm. That's what you need.
0: And I bet you're glad you tuned in tonight.
1: My only complaint with this, I still think it's a better value at this hardware store, chocolate-covered peanut. My only complaint is I've had some that are also a roasted nut and triple-dipped milk chocolate without, like, any skins, pretty much. Where this one has more skins in it, so you just end up getting peanut skins in your teeth. But it's, still, it's Quite okay. Quite the complaint. Or, or still the, eat them.
0: the complaint. complanter. I guess. That's a peanut joke. Call it whatever you want. I won't call it that anymore. thought that was something, but... Sounds a bit nuts. Hey, That's, Ton. That's
1: uh, my peanut bit for the night. Thank you so much. I'm glad you
0: were able to share that wisdom. A grandfatherly dude such as yourself, you're the kind of guy people should come to for advice on what kind of old-timey candy to buy.
1: I'm really not a grandpa yet, and uh, I think it'll be some time, but I can say that I do have some of those top pro tips that grandfathers might dig.
0: Yeah, if you're looking for chocolate-covered nuts, Werther's Originals... <laughs>
1: Straw hats, wine coolers, pipe whittling. I don't have any wine coolers. I do have some straw hats, and I have made some pipes. Uh, Vertical striped shirts. Yeah. Salmon-colored pants. It's really funny, because an older guy today... It's quite the hunky checklist. ...told me that I was a very hip dude, and that uh, my kids will look up to me, because they'll probably think I'm really cool and hip. And another old guy who was blowing leaves this morning when I got to work asked me if I was a superhero. Because I rode in on my one wheel. Boom, Billy Floyd shouts. (laughs) Hey, Floyd shouts, you'll be glad
0: to know that, much as I predicted, Ton did in fact badly hurt himself on his one wheel within four days of purchase. Oh, I did. It was like the
1: second day or something. I tried to warn him. But he's got a pit bull now. Are we talking one wheel right now, or can I wait for the second segment? Just I to really know. set it in. I'm on just voice talking,
0: outs. Ton. I'm just excited. Joe Perez on the show. Yes, I'm on the show. Got some voicemails, some five count mailbag questions, some good times, and some great oldies.
1: So stay tuned, and I'll get into my injuries later.
0: Ton brought half a sheet cake for some reason. Looking forward to that. There's a volunteer appreciation party hey i'm probably the most hard-working volunteer in this damn city that's why i offered you some cake i've been doing this show for 107
1: years that's why i have the cake you've got to tell me jeez
0: i'm sorry ton i just get very excited (laughs) after all these years ton how do you feel about songs love them you love all of them
1: i mean most of them there's some that i think suck but i don't (laughs) turn them off like right away
0: Which ones do you think are better than others? Mm. If you had to choose.
1: I mean, like, funky songs?
0: Funky songs?
1: Yeah. Like, funk music is probably better than other stuff. You know what I mean? Like, Prince or, like, your shirt, like, Parliament or James Brown or stuff like that. It's probably better than most other stuff. I mean, in my opinion.
0: What about the band Bright Eyes? I'm going to say yes to you right now. says here on Twitter, the singer got mad and walked off stage. Wow.
1: What a guy. What made him mad? Um,
0: I don't know. Maybe because he sucks.
1: You know, that probably would
0: really like. says here, singer of Bright Eyes came to the conclusion
1: that he sucked and abruptly left the stage. Yeah, see? See, yeah, that would suck. I mean, I could see getting upset about that. Especially if you thought you were like awesome, and then a record company thought, like, told you you were awesome enough that they were gonna have you go on tour and stuff, and then you realize suddenly that you suck. I'd be pissed too.
0: Man, I'm glad neither one of us have come to that conclusion yet.
1: Yeah. Well, sorry about that, dude, from Bright Eyes. Let's play some Bright Eyes, shall we? Yeah.
2: channe eh qele khal lela ku tangu qo channe lela lela ever
3: He's nice and straight, chicken nuggets
4: She knew I was on my way. I'm pretty sure she'd run like... Hello, Cleveland! Hello,
3: Toledo! Hello, Columbus! Bonjour, Nebraska! Oh, hi, oh, hi, oh! Round on the end, high in the middle. Here's a riddle, what's round on the end? and high in the middle.
5: Oh, I know this.
3: it's Now it's oh, hi, oh, hi. Hello, everyone. This is Jim McCarty from the
2: Yardbirds, and you're listening to the five count.
6: Wind up my face, hound at my heels, at the end I'm winning this face Only thinking i chill with children, don't ever try to stagnate the magnate When it's money on the line, never make the bag weight. I just add weight to the bag until the bag break. That holy swag make the cash get the gas face In the first place, I got no motherfucking business coming in last place My birthplace taught me not to stop, I'm more advanced than my classmates I came into the game on a fast break and I'm gang gang like Billy Bathgate has, I can't stop, if I don't work then I won't eat Time keeps running like a river, it don't cease In the mind of a super nigger, it's no peace Can't stop running like I'm ducking for police Stop, cool how they trying to do me like cold cheese? The flow so obese, it's bringing a slow leap I keep a crowd satisfied, bringing them cold heat I'm gratified, grinning, bling bling and no gold teeth Yo, stop, you know them cameras is gon' see my hammers ain't for brandishing, of if cannons is on me Please, you ain't fucking with no amateurs, homie Philly ain't known for cheese steak sandwiches only Stop, yo, I'm at the top where it's lonely I got everybody mean muggin' like Nick Nolte But now, nah, I won't stop, won't drop Won't retire, I am my own supplier Selling goods to the buyer, the torch to the eye of the storm, it's on fire The native translator, each journal chart higher They requested my IG, I replied denied Tell me I'm in the top three, they ain't never lied Stop no. foolin' that break, King, the parents were the ride It costs two to five, the your suicide Testing the thought to be your suicide No matter which corner of the globe you reside Two one five, dumb shit aside when it comes to the job getting done. What am I? The God of the microphone, praise the Lord. Anybody disagree with me, to rage your sport I'm aging Orange, poisonous, amazing poems, and the band keeps raging on. Listen, to me I won't. Don't stop. No, I don't quit. No, I don't stop.
5: Things get a little easier Once you understand Things get a little easier
6: I'll be expecting you to get a haircut understand. by Friday Forget it, Dad
7: That Things won't change anything
5: Forget nothing
7: You'll do you as you I
5: understand. say as long as you're living in my house
7: Things get a little easier Once you
5: understand Things get He a knows easier. I'm not feeling well
7: And yet he doesn't take one second out to help his mother his only concern is for himself come on
4: mom what do you want from me don't argue with your mother just shut up and
5: listen
7: but mom all my friends will be there i said no you can't go but why i don't want you Why? What's wrong with that neighborhood? I don't like the kind of people living there. What's wrong with them? Come on. Someday you'll thank me. Are you sure no one kept you company tonight while you were babysitting? What's that supposed to mean? Just curious. Admit it, Mom. You don't trust me.
5: Where are you going now? To my
3: friend's house. Don't
7: you have things to do in the house? Don't you have any homework? Why don't you sit down and read a book? Oh, Ma. Don't oh, mom! You're wasting your life away
4: with foolish things. What are you talking about? How about your bridge club and your ladies' groups and your
6: parties and your daytime programs? What about all that?
5: That's different.
7: Don't bother
5: to come home at all. When I was your age, I was
6: working 12 hours a day, 6 days a week. How would get pay for the food and the rent? I don't
4: understand. What's that got to do with me? You can't figure that out for yourself. You're stupid.
5: my new guitar?
4: I joined a group.
6: Son, there's a little bit more to life than joining a group or playing a guitar.
4: Yeah, Dad? What is there to life?
5: Life. Life.
7: Things a little easier. Life. life.
0: Mr. Cook? Yes? Do you have a son named Robert? Robert Cook, age 17? Yes. I'm sorry, Mr. Cook. you better come down to the station house. Your son is dead. Dead? How? He died of an overdose.
5: Oh, my God. Things get a little easier Once you understand Things get a little easier once you understand. Things get a little easier once you understand.
7: A finger now, it doesn't mean a thing. This diamond ring doesn't shine for me anymore, and this diamond ring doesn't mean what it did before. So if you
6: This is Ross the Boss, and you're listening to the 5
5: Count,
6: best heavy metal around. The best there is, the best there ever will be.
4: TOO tw-
1: Yeah, man. Here we are.
0: Welcome back to the five count. As my friend Ton always says, all men play on (laughs) ten.
1: Yeah, dude. He's always saying that. Man, yes. And he's always doing that. I can't. I can't help it. My amps actually go beyond ten. It's ridiculous. Well, all men play
0: beyond ten doesn't have the same yeah ring to it yeah it doesn't
1: it's all right S- still if you, though if you got 10 i mean at least 10 go to 10 that's all you gotta do dude i've been going to 10 every day on my one wheel no joke dust i've been riding that one wheel to work billy floyd shouts you better listen up i got 30 miles on that bad boy already had it for like a guess about a week right something like that like a week do you juggle while you drive it do you drive it or do you ride it i mean i guess i would say you ride it but you don't juggle no you think about maybe incorporating that into the act i mean i'll think about it the fastest i've gone is 16.8 miles per hour on my last ride which is today riding home from work i went 16.5 pretty good Dude, can we talk about it at all? Can we talk about this? I mean, you have
0: talked about it at length every week for the past two years. So, I mean, I guess you can
1: continue that but I've trend. I've not really, like, talked about it for real. Dude, so it records your rides. He's about to talk about it. Just for a real. heads up. For real. um, You can look up your friend. You can, make like, make friends on here, which I think is really kind of funny. But it'll show you, like, all the the people in your town that also have one wheels. That's like one wheel MySpace? Yeah, and you can, like, you can, whatever, like, request their friendship and then set up, like, group rides and stuff. There's achievements. So you get, like, little achievements for how, like, riding every day or how many miles you go in a day or how much you go, how many hills you tackle and stuff like this kind of fun and there's a leaderboard for it but it's all for like what i think is really cool is it's all for actually getting out and doing a thing it's not just like hey punch these buttons on your phone you know what i mean it's not like a video game it's like you're getting this stuff for getting outside and and riding a thing around and making friends and getting new experiences pretty cool to be fair, you're still standing around, though. You're standing on it, but you do have to use your legs and your core I don't up, have a bit to to move it around. So, okay, for those of you who have listened for a long time, and Dusty, you know this, I've ridden motorcycle for a really long time, and I've always thought about the motorcycle as, like, my sort of like piece of freedom, right? Like you get on and you feel it's like a freeing feeling. And it, it, it is still, to, it is to some degree for sure. Like you're out there and you're in the breeze and it's pretty cool. But this one wheel is like way, di- I, I don't know. It's like a whole different thing. It's like you actually feel totally free. Like you can go anywhere on the thing. Like I I because nobody really bats an eye like if I'm on a motorcycle I can't suddenly hit the sidewalk or hit the grass you know like bomb through a park in the grass or do whatever or go into the into a sandbox or something because people would get pissed and you would the cops would get called and then you'd get it at the very least a ticket right doesn't sound like something a badass biker would say in town so like that's 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 what'll happen on the one wheel that's what you can do like literally i can just ride the sidewalk or i can hit the street if i want you know if there's not really traffic um when i was coming back actually from church i crossed over madison that's the only bummer is that you end up waiting for for stoplights you know at busy intersections i mean you could i don't do that either you could go for it um maybe as i get more confident i'd probably go for it and look around more like i would maybe on a bicycle but i wait right now but then i i went across and then i just rode up and then just hit the grass over there's a like grass area by the sign of madison east so i just hit the grass and rode through all that and then hit the parking lot and bombed through the parking lot and then went back and rode through more grass over by primrose or whatever like you can just go wherever you want it's ridiculous i went took my daughter down to the park and I could ride all through the sand in the park. I, it was like, what the heck? I could jump off the the beam that surrounds the park into the grass and keep ride. Like you, just, I've never seen tons so happy. You just ride. You just go. You're just free, and nobody's really. I don't know. You're not, and you're not even like impacting the environment really. Like you're not going to tear up the grass or whatever because it's like a. A pretty wide smooth tire so it's not even like like you're gonna tear stuff up or you know except for when you wipe out like hulk hogan
0: skateboarding
1: and suburban commando and yeah crack your ribs yeah that a hundred percent happened um yeah so okay the riding it part came really easy for me um and i just riding it around came pretty easy, pretty quickly, like really quickly, the same day. And so the second day, I took it out and I was just bombing around my neighborhood and going over like a lot of cracks and whatever in the in the the sidewalks and um, even on the street. There's a lot of patches and stuff around the street that I live on. And I was, it was like fun. I felt confident and fine. Like the board was moving around under my feet, but I felt totally like I got this. And then I started jumping off curbs and I was jumping off curbs and that was going okay. And then I started trying to go up curbs and then there's one driveway that it's like the the dude's driveway is probably I don't know, like four inches. Higher than the street so not quite as big as a curb because i wasn't really getting up the curbs but there's people that do this and you can learn the technique to they call it nudging up a curb (laughs) but in a a smaller than a curb they call it bonking and you are you're supposed to like and it's a different skill to get over that thing and it i think it they call it bonking because it kind of like you hear it on the tire like bonk and the the one wheel will jump kind of in the air and you got to be able to catch it you know it's you got to keep it under your feet and then stomp the one wheel back down to the ground and then ride it away so i was kind of attempting that and i was not getting up but i was getting stuck right on this tiny lip this only four inch lip and i'm thinking like dude this is like what is the problem so you know, like I should be able to do this. I was just way overconfident. So I wailed at the thing and like the one wheel got up it, but then had so much torque. It whipped me like it must've, the fender must've caught my foot or something. And it whipped me backwards and the one wheel went forward and I landed really hard just on the right hand side of my back and knocked the wind out of myself Hard, Like, I hadn't done anything like that since I was way young. It took me a long time, actually, to be able to start breathing again. Did anyone film it? But luckily, I was, like, able to stay calm. No, it was in the dark. I was totally doing this at night in the dark. Bummer. Nobody saw anything. Also, I didn't have a helmet on or any pads or anything. So my neck also hurt for a while. My neck feels fine now, but my neck was real sore because of the, the, you know, my muscles tensing to make sure my head didn't hit the ground you know what i'm saying
0: i don't like this done
1: and uh what had happened what if
0: you had been seriously injured and weren't able to do this program could you imagine
1: the emotional peril imagine. the city would fall into well, if they didn't have that. you on a weekly basis how could I, how could that happen i mean i've had at least like just put a mic in front of my face and make gurgly sounds or whatever it'd be fine right I suppose my back and ribs, it did land like in my ribs, like around my back, you know, like, I don't know. They could be slightly cracked because it still does hurt. Or like if I take a really deep breath, it hurts pretty good, but I'm good. I mean, I'm, I got some ibuprofen in me. It's fine. Yeah. Tons neck, tons back, <laughs> tons one wheel and his crack. And I keep riding one wheel. I've been riding it every day. That's been nice out. You know what people have been doing out there? What?
0: Calling the five count hotline? No way! Did you know we have our own hotline?
1: Yeah, dude. Five zero seven five one nine twenty thirty. That's the five count hotline. It's on the telephone. I love it. You can text that number. You can leave voicemails. Somebody left you a message. Can we? Let's do it.
5: Hey, it's Nikki on Cloud Nine. I'm back outside in the spot where I did see Ton. Just waiting for him, hoping there'll be another Ton. Come spotting, I got my autograph book and um, my scissors ready in case maybe he can get me a lock of his hair and I can put it in my scrapbook. (laughs) But it's been a couple weeks now that I've been waiting and not having much luck. But at least I got to see it once and it was pretty majestic. So I'll just be out here waiting. Talk to you later. Bye.
1: (laughs) Oh, yes,
0: Nikki. If there's one adjective I would use to describe Ton, it would be
1: majestic. Wow. Dude, that's awesome. God, would I give her a lock of my hair? I mean, I feel like I would, but then there's another part of me that's like just saying like nobody touches the hair. If I had hair, I would. Wow. I mean, I feel like I probably would. Nikki, that's awesome. Yeah, I haven't ridden motorcycles since I got the one wheel. So be on the lookout now for a dude riding a one-wheel. And I have a golden helmet. It's gold.
0: On Swiss Street.
5: Yeah.
1: Like that Bob Seger song. Down on Swiss Street. I'll have to pay attention to that, where I'm going, and keep an eye out. Nikki was standing on the corner at midnight, trying to get some of Ton's hair. I mean, I've already noticed that people look and people tend to, like, the one wheel gets good responses. Like
0: pointing and laughing?
1: No. That's what I do. They dig it. Like, I got smiles and haze and whatever from even, like, young chicks, like, in all their super tight exercise gear, walking their dog just today. Okay. Like, I get all that business, and I get, like, smiles and nods from old people and comments. So it's the one wheel seems to be well received, but I will say it's definitely not. I'm sure it's not as majestic as the, the motorcycle situation, especially without helmet on motorcycle, like Nikki saw me. That's probably a rarity, Nikki. So it's definitely a rarity now that I have kids, and it's pretty weird. My wife, I don't, I mean, I don't know. She doesn't, uh, make mention of caring for me all that much most of the time but for some reason if I don't wear a helmet she definitely complains about that but the last time she complained about it it was along the lines of your kids don't need you to be hospitalized or without you or something nothing having to do with her maybe it was a life insurance thing it could be but then you'd think she'd want me to not wear it I think she'd encourage it
0: well, one person I know always encouraging you, and that's John Newalm. Oh yeah. I got a message sent to the 5-Cow Mailbag. It says ice cream coupons were for you and the ton. John Newalm sent ton some ice cream coupons. Yeah, he did. Watched some of Tango and Cash. Yeah! Kurt Russell, Sly Stallone, noticed a line to Sly, quote, who do you think you are? Rambo? Then Sly responds, quote, Rambo is uncivilized. <laughs> <laughs> My guess is you and Ton have seen it. Thank you. That is all for now, John
1: from New Ulm. John. A hundred percent yes, we've seen Tango and Cash. Are you joking me, John? I've seen Tango and Cash probably a hundred times. I've got Tango and Cash on DVD and VHS.
0: I like to think of us as the Tango and Cash of public radio. Yeah, dude. You're the Cash, of course. <laughs> what a good movie. What a good movie. Or wow. maybe we're more like Turner and Hooch. I think so. Tango mm-hmm. and Cash, dude. One of those Let's two. Stick with that. Tango and Hooch. <laughs> We're <laughs> the tango and hooch of public radio. Man, it's really good. It's, it's on. Good Joe Para is on the program. Yeah, dude. Comedian Joe Para. I'm excited. He's from that show, Joe Para Talks with You. Yeah, he's playing at the Varsity Theater in August. It's a around funny your birthday guy.
1: time. Is he sending me a ticket, or
0: I can ask him? I think one of the shows is sold out, so you might want wow. to hurry up. Wow. But we do have an exclusive interview. If you'd like to hear it. Let's do it. We're joined today by comedian Joe Parra. He's the star of the show Joe Parra Talks With You on Adult Swim, and he's also on tour right now, the Midwest and Rust Belt Tour, and it's coming to Minneapolis at the Varsity Theater. Two shows coming up on August 7th. Joe, how are you doing today?
8: Good. How are you doing, Dustin?
0: I am doing excellent. Thank you so much for joining me. Oh, no worries. Happy to talk awesome well uh, first of all joe can you tell the listeners a bit about you know how you got into comedy for maybe for those uh, who haven't discovered you yet
8: uh i kind of uh well i kind of just wanted to, to do it growing up my dad is a real funny guy so me and my uh buddy dan lakata just started writing jokes and eventually we, when we uh, went to college we got to perform them and then kind of we do stand-up in both uh at, at, at school, and then I would come home and do it at Buffalo in the summers. But it's just kind of writing with Dan and making each other laugh, and it's uh, very neat. He, he writes on my show, and we're still doing a stand-up show in New York to this day. So, yeah, a lot of it has to do with my f- friendship with Dan Licata and just loving going to
0: stand-up shows. Awesome, yeah. And your uh, approach to comedy obviously is uh, a lot different to most comedians – Traditionally, write you know jokes and come up with bits, and your approach is uh, a lot different than other comedians I've seen. Can you talk a bit about that?
8: Yeah, I mean, there's still a lot of jokes. I hope, I yeah, take a lot of pride in my joke, getting good, sharp jokes. But I guess I just uh, uh, do it at a little bit slower pace. I'm not really a, 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 a witty guy, so I realized that if I just took my time with it, I could um, create the, uh, uh, you know, a little bit extra tension in my own way. And also, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the jokes are almost more important when I'm uh, performing at my slower pace, because, uh, if one doesn't land it's this awful long time until the next joke, <laughs>
0: Well, Joe, was it tough for you to, to hone your craft in New York City? It, it seems like a lot of the comedians coming up now usually lean more towards uh, you know being loud or, or sexual or, or controversial. I mean, your approach is the complete opposite of that. Was that tough in New York City to get that going?
8: I guess so. But, I mean, doing doing any comedy in New York is, is tough. I think I almost had an advantage because uh, when I was, uh, you know, if... Uh, uh, if people were talking about sex or getting real loud and fast. It was easy for, for the audience to, or maybe pay, pay attention if I was just going at a different pace and talking about I don't know, uh, old newspapers or something like that. Is <laughs> is uh, something that they weren't ex- less expected.
0: Well, you're uh, currently on tour now, the the Midwest and Rust Belt tour. Um, how's the tour been going for you so far?
8: Yeah, it's been great. Been trying to do as much uh, poking around as we can. In addition to the shows, we, uh it's uh, more tiring than I thought. But all the shows have been really fun. Been trying to keep the audience on their toes with some surprises. And there was even uh, uh, some guy asked if he could propose to his fiance during the show in Chicago, <laughs> which was a pretty special moment. At first, I I thought you know. This is a a comedy show. I don't I don't know how it fits, but then I realized that I don't know what what better way for a show to end than with uh, people getting engaged. So I I said at the end of the show I think I'm gonna wrap things up unless somebody wants to propose to their girlfriend and the guy did it and the the crowd <laughs> went wild.
0: Well yeah, luckily uh, uh she said yes. Otherwise I'd <laughs> probably leave a sour taste in their mouth when it comes to you. <laughs>
8: I know I know they would have rem- i we were aware we would were we would be part of their you know life story going forward and I'm glad that it went well uh as opposed to you know maybe she said no and explained in detail to the guy why she didn't want to marry him in front of all those people it would have been a, <laughs> a, a, people would have walked out feeling a little different
0: well, Joe, I know you've got two shows in Minnesota. Uh, an afternoon uh-huh. show and an evening show in Minneapolis uh, at the Varsity Theater. I think one of them uh, even sold out already.
8: Yeah, honestly, it's kind of out of fear when I, <laughs> uh, I announced the Midwest and Rust Belt tour before. Uh, I uh, just the, the way that it lined up. Just in uh, the, there weren't theater availability in uh, Minnesota at the or in Minneapolis at the moment. So, when we were going to add, do more shows, uh, or people got kind of upset saying, What about Minneapolis? What about uh, St. Paul? And then, so we made sure that to come back so that nobody uh, came to one of my shows somewhere else and uh, used the taser on me for not doing a show <laughs> in Minnesota.
0: Well, when you're in Minnesota or around the Midwest, do you try to, to do any research uh, for your shows? I mean, we've got a lot of spruce trees and, and turtles and, and giant ships around these parts.
8: Yeah, we'll have to dig into it when I get there and, 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 and um, see some sites. We had fun in Grand Rapids last night. I was saying they you know, they used to be known as uh, Furniture City, because all the furniture they produced, and now they're known as Beer City. They got so many breweries, and it is good beer, but I asked the sub- audience to you know sober up and uh, figure out what's the future of the chair instead of just uh, you know make beer it's
0: important work <laughs> so it seems like maybe your your uh, stand-up bits uh, kind of uh, change depending on uh, what city you're in are you always kind of constantly changing up things
8: definitely i always want this show to feel different night to night through the audience and for myself uh, i'm currently on tour with carmen christopher who's He's got a real great stand-up special out on Peacock, but we bet he's been coming up at the end of the shows, and we kind of will talk about where we're at and try and make it feel different, maybe make fun of each other a little bit. And, um, yeah, just anything to keep the show feeling different and new, because when it's uh, where we feel like we're kind of, I don't know, I always, the thing about stand-up that's nice is that you can always, change it moment to moment even within the show and that's what keeps it exciting for for me and you know that for the audience too you know when you're doing something new, there, there's always the question of will this or won't this work and that's that's the, the, that's why they should see a stand-up show instead of a play
0: <laughs> yeah i know a lot of people are excited to see you here again uh, you'll be at the varsity theater in uh, minneapolis uh, coming up uh, august 7th i believe and I think, uh, you know, maybe people like us uh, here might relate to you on a different level than other places. Uh, It seems like uh, the people around Minnesota, at least, we share kind of a similar disposition, maybe.
8: Yeah, it was kind of, uh, yeah, I think that's why maybe people were uh, bummed that I wasn't able to to do it in the first run of shows. But, I, yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, it's very close to where the uh, uh, mark the show is set in Marquette that I do for Adult Swim and kind of got a lot of, you know, Great Lakes, a town like same as Buffalo where I grew up. So I think that the humor and the specific details kind of uh, really line up
0: nicely. And you mentioned uh, the show for Adult Swim. Joe Parra talks with you. I know that just wrapped up uh, the third season. Are there plans uh-huh. uh, maybe for another one? Is that something you're going to do going forward? Well,
8: we're trying to figure out something um, but no, no official word yet. So I'm just trying to, to, to put my energy into doing some good shows and getting to see more of the country than I, I get to see just doing, um, uh, the, 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 the TV show itself. Cause I'm kind of in one place and I, you know, there's a uh, touring is a nice opportunity to get around. So, uh, yeah, if anybody has any, uh, Minneapolis recommendations While I'm there, let me know. I'm happy to check out a good museum.
0: Awesome, yeah, and I know um, a lot of comedians. I guess kind of use stand up as a launching point. Maybe they have aspirations to move into film. You know, is that something (laughs) maybe you're looking to branch out into some film roles?
8: Uh, For me, stand up has always been like as close to the the kind of like the, the most pure form of comedy. Uh, sure. I think because you're able to figure out between you and the audience very immediately what's funniest at, in that time and um, and, and see what uh, is working. It's kind of, a, yeah, kind of a really direct experiment and what's funniest at any moment. And I think that kind of to stay with that pulse, I want to keep doing stand up for my entire life uh if I, you know i think it's the key to staying uh, funny and making uh, fresh work outside of the stand up so i i never want to get too far away from it.
0: awesome yeah i know you've uh, obviously been very successful uh, with, uh, with the with the stand up and um, you got the tv show i know you had a book out would you ever consider making an album uh, not a comedy album but like a, a music album i think that's something that needs to exist
8: <laughs> uh I've been pretty lucky with all that I've been able to do, and I, I there's some like little little songs that I write for inside my show, like uh, uh, the, the, the the lyrics for like a song "Warm Apple Night," which is just a, it's a it's a minute long song, but that's that's enough music for me. I'll <laughs> I'll let somebody else do it.
0: Well, Joe, again, it's been great speaking with you, and I know you're on the road here and, again, coming to, to Minneapolis here in August. Is there anything else maybe in the works for you or something else we should look out for?
8: Uh, no, just uh, hope everybody has a great weekend and maybe see you in August.
0: Awesome, man. Again, Joe, I'm a big fan of yours, and it's been an honor speaking with you today. Thank you so much.
8: Yeah, same. I'm so excited to do the shows in, in, in Minneapolis. It's like, um, yes, I w- I would be very bummed out if i wasn't able to to come because we did uh shows at turf club three four years ago and had a great time so it'll be fun to be back
0: awesome yeah i know a lot of people are looking forward to it and and i am as well and hopefully we can speak again sometime thank you so much joe
8: yeah of course i'll be around all
0: right sounds good thanks man (laughs) and again that was comedian joe para star of the adult swim show joe para talks with you And he's also on tour right now, the Midwest and Rust Belt Tour. He's coming to Minneapolis August 7th for a pair of shows at the Varsity Theater.
5: Mike Shank from American Movie. they are all listening to The Five count. the gas.
3: Cahill from foobar and you're listening to the five count okay give everybody out. right on right on see you later
8: Night. It's a warm apple night. It's a warm apple night. Warm apple night.
0: Welcome back, Don. Oh. It's the five count.
1: What a wonderful
0: five count it is. And welcome back to you, gentle listeners. Hello there. That was our exclusive interview with Joe Pera. Yeah, man. He'll be at the Varsity Theater in Minneapolis on August 7th. Might want to get some tickets. Might want to sit next to Ton. Maybe carpool. That's a
1: good idea. It's a real good idea. Thanks. I might go ahead and get online and buy some tickets right now.
0: Probably should.
1: It's Memorial Day. Weekend, man. Live it up. You deserve it. I'm actually out of town right now. That's ridiculous. Time you're right here. I, yeah, I I know, but I'm actually out of town. I'm actually out of town. What are you even saying right now? I mean, I'm out of town. I'm actually up at a, at a family camping event. Oh. Out of town. I'm out of this world. But that's on the reg. For Memorial Day. For Memorial Day weekend. That's where I'm at Listen to this
0: message For Sir Ton You still rock In spite of who you hang out with On Saturday nights (laughs) I think that's from Tony Framajama Tony
1: Framajama Not sure what he was trying to imply there Yeah I don't know either What are you trying to imply Dusty's a swell guy What are you talking about
0: Yeah real swell
1: So much swelling. There is a lot of swelling. You'd
0: you'd think that swelling would have gone down by now, but just can't seem to shake it. Yeah. Wow. Good for you. real swelling guy. (laughs) Oh, man. Hey, here's another mailbag uh, comment or question or check-in from Billy Floyd Shouts. Oh, nice guy. The most handsome man I know. Yeah. Second handsome. Sorry. It's all right. This Sunday... I celebrate the day I met my best friend for the first time by taking her on an overnight casino trip, which I have chose over the big AEW wrestling show because she is that special. Wow. Could you please wish us a happy friends anniversary on air and share the story of the first time Dusty met Ton. Wow.
1: Signed William Floyd Shouts. Oh, uh, I don't want to share the story of us, but happy friend friendiversary. That sounds nice. That's a nice thing. How come that's we never cool.
0: celebrate? Yeah,
1: we don't do that. We don't go on road trips. Why don't we do that? Wow, that's really something. So, um, I will first. I would first like to say that I recall uh, our first night of meeting very differently, but. Um, <laughs> Dusty, I mean, I guess you can tell the story. That, that'll that get the most laughs. It was the summer of 2004. <laughs> and I had
0: just started doing this program, The Five Count. It used to be on at 11 o'clock on Saturdays back in the day. And Ton had a show that was before my show with his co-host and hetero life mate, Melons. And... Melons was gone for some reason, but Ton was there with one of his uh, church friends.
1: No, it was Ryan Rader. Okay. If anybody knows him locally, oh, he's still drumming superstar, in, Ryan yeah, Rader. Yeah, he's still in bands and stuff, yeah. And I was sitting in the uh, lobby waiting
0: with former Five Count House Band drummer, Jeff Belter. And apparently we were being a little too loud, carrying on with all the excitement of public radio and whatnot. And I overheard Ton talking about a trip he had just taken to the Minnesota Zoo to hang out with Buddy Guy. And I thought, wow, that's interesting. Maybe I want to ask him about that. And as I got up to approach the uh, studio, Tan also got up. His name was uh, just 2,000 pounds back then. He was the love doctor. (laughs) That's another story. (laughs) But as I was going to approach him to say, hey, how you doing? Introduce myself say i know who buddy guy is the zoo's fun he got up and slammed the door right in my face because <laughs> <laughs> apparently we were carrying on too much oh man then i went and sat back down and i said to my friend i think we might have pissed that guy off wow
1: so it's funny that we even became friends because most of the time when like i know you well enough that when a thing like that happens You typically go straight to like, well, that guy's an a-hole. Like, I'm not giving him the time of day again. I was scared. I was like... Let me paint a
0: mental picture for you, good listeners. Ton had a shaved head, a soul patch with no beard, (laughs) steel-toed boots, (laughs) and some sort of camo pants or shorts or something. Something that would say to you... Maybe you shouldn't mess with this guy. <laughs>
1: I was wearing that that night. Really?
0: You looked like you were ready for somebody to approach you. Yeah. I was wasn't going to be me.
1: Yeah. I was totally at that time. Like that kind of, sort of, I mean, yeah. Wow. That's funny. That was, that would have been like my Sturgis days and stuff too. That's crazy. Okay. So, um, <laughs> a little intimidated. <laughs> I still am, frankly. I had no idea. Well, for me, um, there was nothing. I don't recall that at all. I mean, I think maybe I heard you guys, but the shutting of the door wasn't like an intentional slam, and I had no idea you were coming up to talk. I, like, in my recollection, it was just like I hit the door hold thing and then let the door go and sat back down quick and just to shut the door to whatever. So I was like, uh oh. You know, people are here. It's fine. I'll just shut the door. No big deal. Cause that's the way every everyone else typically runs it. Like they shut that door when they're doing that show up there. That was just the way I saw everyone else do it. It wasn't, it had nothing to do personally against you guys, but not like I need to explain that to you now. Obviously we've <laughs> like, where's all these other friends of ours. They're all gone, but we're here together that's all that matters. So, but that is the, the first meeting. Floyd Shouts can tear that one apart all he wants. The summer of 2004. Yeah. But yeah, we must have connected even after that or, you know, when you were doing your show. I don't, I can't remember if I sat in that night right away or not, or if it was the next one. Must have been the next one.
0: I'll have to check the records. I mean, my diary. Yeah. I keep detailed records on my relationship with Tun. That's awesome. Hey, speaking of which, I do have very detailed records and absolutely know what happened uh, 10 years ago. Oh, wow. In case you're wondering. Yeah, man. Because this is the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five-count history. Ton, you were here this time. With me. Awesome. And we were on good terms, I think. I think you're going to enjoy this. Because it was you and me and an exclusive interview with our good pal actor Ed Gale aka Howard the Duck. Yeah, dude. Ten years ago, we had Howard the Duck on the show. That's awesome. Uh, He also played Chucky in Child's Play and he was in Spaceballs and Ton's favorite film, Chopper Chicks in Zombie Town. Love it. And i if I remember right, he no showed us like three times, and then finally the interview took place. Yeah. Normally I would have said F this S, but I mean it was Howard the Duck. Yeah. So I put up with it. It's like we got to make this work.
1: Yes. Any other time, I had a blown dodge. Yeah, it's Howard the Duck and Chucky. You you got to make that happen. Yes. And we did. On May twenty sixth, two thousand twelve. And he wasn't a dink when we talked to him.
0: No, he loved us. He was cool. And he was in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Yeah, man. Can't go wrong there. What a guy. So we played uh, basically, from what I can tell, the entire soundtrack to Howard the Duck. (laughs) And it was the duckiest. Yes. That's awesome. What a great film. Wow. It is a good film. It's really good. That's top 10, isn't it? Interviews? I mean, we had I think, Howard the Duck on the show. Yeah, I mean, I think so. I mean, Joe Pera's on there now, but
1: I don't know who he knocked off. I don't know. it's well, Frankly, there's too many. Why don't you give us your top interview of our show? Go to the 5 Check out all the interviews that are <laughs> up there. If you want to just listen to the interviews, you can also find them all on YouTube. It's a lot you want to hear
0: Ton talk to Frank Stallone? It's on there. Oh. Bet you don't hear that every day. No, it doesn't. It doesn't happen. Well, Ton, I'm glad that you and I were able to uh, reconcile our differences from 18 years ago, after you slammed the door in my face. This is really good. Ironically, several years later, 10, 12 years after the door was slammed in my face, I actually... I gifted ton tickets to see Buddy Guy, and I let him sit front row with his mom while I took her bad, awful tickets and sat in the back row by myself. You did. Because I'm a nice guy. Yeah. I could have slammed the door right in his face, you're but the, I
1: chose not to. You're the best friend anybody could ever ask for, Dust.
0: That's all I wanted to hear. Thank you so much.
1: That's it. That, and I think you
0: should shave your head again and grow that soul patch back. I can't, dude. Look at this hair. Nikki says it's majestic. Maybe you could donate it to a wig shop. i got to get it longer first. Nikki could wear your hair. That's kind of weird. That's not not weird. <laughs> <laughs> but that was 10 years ago in five-count history. Yeah, man. And now we're back. It's present day. Memorial Day weekend, how, 2022. How long do, do you need your hair before you can donate it? I wouldn't know, a Ton. I went... <laughs> Started uh, thinning in high school. Yeah, so you started. You're, uh, you're asking the wrong man. You
1: started balding in sixth grade. <laughs> I, I like thinning. Yeah, well, I like the way I said it better. Okay. <laughs> oh, dude! Appreciate that. You had really luscious blonde hair though when we first met, and it was pretty. It was kind of long in the back, but when you took your hat off, it was very Hogan-esque. That's because I was. Growing
0: a mullet on a dare and it got out of hand. <laughs> like I crushed that dare yeah. and then repeatedly continued to crush it for another two years yeah. for some reason. I said, Well, it's just, I, I
1: have a mullet now. Yeah, whatever. What? I'll just keep it. Yeah. Whatevs. Why pay for haircuts? That's what I'm feeling like now. Like, who needs a haircut? Tons my cousin. Who cares? Exactly. I think you got to have. I think you need to cut off, like, at least... It's a large amount, isn't it? Like, eight or nine inches at least, or is it more than that before you can donate it? Like, it has to be pretty long. you
0: still talking about hair? Yeah. Did you say peanuts? Yes. (laughs) Uh, Tana, again, I don't know. I don't have hair. I don't know why you keep... Ganging up on me.
1: I'm saying I got to keep growing it out quite
0: a bit. Yeah, but I wouldn't donate yours. You could sell it. Ton locks, (laughs) hundred bucks. Ton locks, hundred bucks a lock. Wow. Wow. Fifty bucks a baggie. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. That's really something. You know what else would be really
1: something? A song, we could play a song. Hey, I like songs. Quick side note: This is just for just for Billy Floyd shouts. In your app for one wheel, you get to name your one wheel. Mine's called Ton Wheel. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Yes, Ton Wheel. Yeah, Ton Wheel. It's like one wheel, but with Ton's name in it. And I have an air tag that I slyly hid inside of it, which is also called Ton Wheel. So my Phone alerts me like if Tunwheel is not near me, it tells me Tunwheel is Tunwheel is no longer near you.
0: Like the gadget mobile? Yeah. Well, that's something.
1: It's pretty awesome. Like when I brought it here, it's not a normal place that I have set for it to be. So I brought it here to church, and I was I was gonna ride it home. And it, my phone went off and I was like, Tonwheel's not by you. It's at this address. It had the exact address. Told me right where it was. Does it
0: drive back to you? No. Should set that
1: up. Just so if anybody's thinking about trying to steal my one wheel. Let's
0: play some uh, music, you know, like for the radio. Yeah, let's do it. People are into that. I love that idea.
9: Vampire bird, he was sucked to death. The vampire bird killed him at last. Vampire bat, vampire bat, vampire bat, vampire bat, vampire bat. Vampire bat. The lake of fire tore his ass up. He was running to the crisp. He was cast to the lake of burning flame. Vampire bad. Vampire badge Vampire bad. Vampire bad. Sucked blood out of me He started stabbing me in my ass Then three more vampire birds Stabbed me in my ass too They sucked the blood out of me Killing me Vampire Bad! over London, rock on Chicago. Folgers, it's good to the last drop.
10: 700 million de Emma, 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 et my et, moi, et moi. Avec ma baby, ma Mon mal de tête, mon pointe au foie J'y pense et puis j'oublie C'est la vie, c'est la vie 80 millions d'Indonésiens Et moi, et moi, et moi Avec ma voiture et mon chien Son canigou quand il aboie. J'y pense et puis j'oublie C'est la vie, c'est la vie 3 ou 400 millions de noirs Et moi, et moi, et moi, qui baise au brunissoir, au sauna pour perdre du poids, j'y pense puis j'oublie, c'est la vie, c'est la vie, 300 millions de soviétiques, et moi, et moi, et moi, avec mes manies sémétiques, dans mon petit lit, en plume d'oie, j'y pense puis j'oublie. C'est la vie, c'est la vie. 50 millions de gens imparfaits. Et moi, et moi, et moi, qui regarde Catherine Langer à la télévision chez moi. J'y pense et puis j'oublie. C'est la vie, c'est la vie. 900 millions de crèvent la faim Et moi, et moi, et moi, avec mon régime végétarien. Le whisky que je m'envoie J'y pense et puis j'oublie C'est la vie, c'est la vie 500 millions de Sud-Américains Et moi, et moi, et moi Je suis tout nu dans mon bain Avec une fille qui me nettoie J'y pense et puis j'oublie C'est la vie, c'est la vie 50 millions de Vietnamiens Et moi, et moi, et moi Dimanche à la chasse au lapin, avec mon fusil, je suis le roi. J'y pense et puis j'oublie. C'est la vie, c'est la vie. 500 milliards de petits martiens et moi, et moi, et moi, comme un con de Parisien, j'attends mon chèque de fin de mois. J'y pense et puis j'oublie. C'est la vie, c'est la vie. J'y pense et puis j'oublie. C'est la vie, c'est la vie J'y pense et puis j'oublie
5: Forever
11: Gareth Unlop and, and you're listening to The Five Count.
3: I've lost the end of my yodel. Ah! Mary Lou, come back. I'll tell you how it happened. I was climbing through a cloud and the wind was blowing loud and the mountainside was wet and slippery. I looked up to give a yodel like a Tyrolean yokel. Then I slipped and ripped my yodel I lost the end of my yodel. A yodel without an end is like a whistle without a peel That's the end of my yodel and ending. Very low, come back Everything will be all right It's wonderful what they can do nowadays Oh dear If there's anyone out there with a the yodel they conspire With a little end they want to meet Slipped and fell, it's tragic. Lost my little bit of magic, lost the end of my own little lady. It's just as well Just goes to show she only wanted to marry me For my yodel Lost the end of my little Ending
11: Get to pick up after you Let's put things away When we are through There's a closet There's a drawer Don't leave messes on the floor Pick, 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 pick Pick up after you Roller skates That we leave in the hall Might make someone Trip and take a fall Toys and games are lots of fun, play with them, but when you're done, pick, 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 pick up after you. Your mom and daddy love you, and they don't want to scold. so let's clean up our room right now and not wait till we're told. Clothes belong on hangers or on hooks, shelves are made to hold our storybooks. Learn this simple thing Your old friend Tex won't have to sing Pick, 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 pick up after you forget to pick up after you. Let's put things away when we are through. There's a closet, there's a drawer, don't leave messes on the floor. Pick, 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 pick up after you. Your mom and daddy love you and they don't want to scold so let's clean up our room right now And not wait till we're told Clothes belong on hangers, our own hooks Shells are made to hold our storybooks When you learn this simple thing Your old friend Tex won't have to sing Pick, 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 pick Pick, 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 pick up after you Hey everybody it's Sean Mooney coming to you from the event center and scheduled right now another great episode of the five count
0: We're back Ton. oh yeah the show is coming to an end it's been a good show it's been the best show best one ever it's been up there yeah it's up there thanks to joe para for joining us comedian joe para funny guy you'll be at the varsity theater on august 7th get your tickets now Ton. i don't know if you noticed on the five count.com that's a website it's real expensive and it costs a lot of money and no one looks at it because they're jerks yeah but uh, if you were to look at it, you'd see that we just had an exclusive interview with singer and guitarist Robin Trower of the band Preckle Harum. Yeah, wow. He has a new album out, too, called No More Worlds Left to Conquer. That's crazy. So check that out. I will. It's also getting pushed out to all the uh, podcasting doohickeys. So if you just subscribe to us on your favorite podcast, What's It?, it'll get delivered right to your face. Yeah, man.
1: You don't even have to get up. That's awesome. That's a great idea. I thought so. It's lovely stuff. This show has just really, I mean, taken over all possible airways.
0: Yeah, we're also on YouTube. A lot of stuff on there you might be interested in
1: or not. You can still look at it. You can look at it. You can check out the five-count co-op, which is us playing old-timey video games and being really terrible at them and uh, trying to... I, I think it ends up pretty funny because you're basically watching us suck at video games. And who doesn't love that? Everyone loves to watch someone else fail. That explains
0: our longevity, that's for sure. Yeah. If you really want to listen to us fail, you could join us on Patreon. That's where the extra stuff goes. Extras. You get access to all the old programs, like the first three years or so, I think, are up there now. If you really want to hear when Tun sounded at his sexiest. (laughs) (laughs) That was quite the time. You could also watch uh, everything we do there early before other jerks. Why wait? You don't have to.
1: You don't have to at all. And you could watch the five count at the movies, which is where we watch a movie <laughs> and make, fall asleep, And fall asleep, <laughs> make ridiculous comments and fall asleep. Sometimes we just watched a movie called zombie cop just came out
0: on Patreon. If you're hearing this on a Saturday, it just dropped yesterday. I think awesome. Assuming ton got it all the paperwork in on time. Oh, yeah. I would also suggest maybe buying that special someone something ceramic from Lori Dawn Ceramics. You should definitely go there.
1: Makes the perfect Memorial Day gift. Oh, man. I got my ceramics from her. Got one hanging right at my my desk. Another one hanging in my daughter's dollhouse. It's pretty nice. I love it. And I love all of you, gentle listeners. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. It's been really fantastic. Floyd shouts, I hope you have a nice time on your friendversary. Yeah. I hope we made some new friends tonight.
0: If this is your first time listening, uh, congrats.
1: You made it a long time. Yeah. And let us know, whether it be on Twitter, on Facebook, on YouTube, just let us know. Five count hotline, 507-519-2030. You can text that number. You can leave a voicemail at that number. It'd be awesome. If you watch for when we're going to be recording this program, Dusty usually sends something out. There's even a possibility that you could call in during the recording session and get on the on the program, which we would air live.
0: Or you can just send us your phone number and we'll call you. That would be hilarious. What the hell? We'll do it. Let's do it. And if you really love techno music and doing electro, I would invite you to stay tuned for a show called the true punks do electro. Yeah, man, they really do electro. It's coming up on tons. Friends or bursary with the true punks. (laughs) By the way, he's um, directly responsible for their existence Am I really? You can blame Ton for that or congratulate him. Yeah. No true punks without Ton. And the Triple B Express. They're pretty great. Thanks again to Joe Para. Thanks again to Ton. And thank you. See you next time. Now, boys and girls, turn the record over.